Yeah. I'll show them. I had a lobotomy. Lobotomy? Isn't that for loonies? Not at all. A friend of mine had one. Designer of the neutron bomb. You ever hear the neutron bomb? Destroys people. Leaves buildings dead. Fits in a suitcase. So small. No one knows it's empty. Blam! Eyes melt, skin explodes, everybody dead. So immoral, work kind of thing can drive you mad. That's what happened to this friend of mine. So he had a lobotomy. Now he's well again. What's going on in here? Well, I told you, we're remodeling closets. I knew this was going to happen eventually, but not so soon. Come on, it's a new year, time to start over. Plus, we need more room for all your nasty construction boots. Uh, You mean stiletto heels? Whatever, they take up a lot of space, Imelda. So what's the difference between this year's closet and last year's closet? Well, um, we're going to have more student voice, regular guest editorials. What about the music and the insightful investigative reporting? Um, oh, the gossip. Yeah, that'll still be there. Oh, thank my rainbows. Great. Let's get started. Hand me a glue stick and the glitter. Welcome to Closets Are For Clothes. Hello. 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 Good. So this is what? Uh, March uh, 20... March 21st. Oh my gosh. 2007. Mm-hmm. The first mm-hmm. day of spring. Is it today? Is it today? It's the first full day. Yes. Shush. Yeah. Shush. Eight o'clock last night. We uh, ushered in uh, the... Uh, did you do the balancing of the egg? What? What does that mean? Oh, well, the, there's um, on the e- on the equinox when it's the equal number of day to uh-huh. tonight. You can actually Dave. Take don't an- you drive an equinox? Uh, it's a cougar. Oh, cougar. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> it's a cougar. I love that. And um, and uh, so, but you can take an egg and you can actually place it on the fatter end of the egg, uh-huh, not the very uh-huh. not the tip, but and the then, other end, and it cooks itself. Uh, no, well, it, it'll just it'll, it won't fall. Oh, that it is, becomes a weeble wobble. That's hogwash. Oh, that is amazing. That's hogwash. Oh no, seriously! Oh, we should have done it at eight it. o'clock last night. No oh, way. Oh yeah. No way. Yeah, it, that's it ha- silly. It happens. Well, I'm, I'm glad it's the first day of spring because it snowed yesterday. Oh hello. I mean, what? <laughs> and then what do we have today? Sixty degree weather. I know. It's I like know. how um, how amazing is that? Well, in like a lion up, like a something else, a lioness. Um, there you go. There you go. So so Dan. There's, the, I, I feel a couple more presents, presences, presensi, presensi, presensi. We have, we have two of our good friends joining us today, right? Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. We actually have like other people. That's right. Oh my goodness! Not that, not that we aren't enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the icing on the cake. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it makes, it makes us, you know. Well, actually, probably some people are saying uh, now we are not a sandwich short of a picnic. Right. You know? <laughs> so uh, we have here Liz, Hello. right? Yep. Yeah. Um, Liz, do you want us to call you Liz or Cool Bean? Oh, it's up to you. Whatever you uh, think would be better. Well, what like your radio um, you know, personality? Well, then we better go with Cool Bean, I think. Cool Bean. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then we also have, um, we are blessed with uh, David. Well, hello again. <laughs> I'm, I'm and, still in town. I haven't left. That's I, right. And for those of you watching on, along at home, David is dressed very nicely Oh, today. thank you very much. That's he very cleaned nice up. It must hey, be laundry hey. day. Yeah, it must be laundry day. <laughs> thank you. I just want to look good for everybody here yeah. if I could. Just just uh, want Absol- absolutely look you guys oh, yeah. I, I brought something I want, what'd you bring i brought some gay cookies gay <gasps> <gasps> <Okay>, cookies <laughs> are they cookies that have yeah. lasting affections to other cookies yeah. of the same sex or gender well i <laughs> wow i i don't know i'll check the ingredients yeah, um, really? <laughs> i i made these in my gay kitchen Whoa. and uh, yeah and uh i don't want to know what the secret the, ingredient is the well it's love love the secret ingredient is um, love that's that, only legal in the, two uh, states I'm, I'm putting this tin of cook I'm just, it's like 
this tin out onto the table here. Now it it started out full. And <laughs> right. I, I just got here. I had to... <laughs> um, and like my love for you started out there's, full. There's, there's an, oh. <laughs> you guys, and there's like four or five cookies left. So uh, it's probably enough for one and everyone here. Absolutely. And make sure that our engineer Alex also gets one. Absolutely. And of course, as usual, not listening to us. <laughs> Oh, that is good for him. <laughs> I am so insulted. Alex smells. <laughs> anyway, so I brought some cookies, and I want everyone to enjoy them. Why, thank you, Dave. I have some extra time on my hands, so I've made some. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, by the way, he spelled cookies and went, I'm over there. Yeah. <laughs> right. He'll be right in. So we've got a uh, pretty hot show today, right? So oh, I more topics. Yeah, yeah, so we're, um, it's the film festival, Ann Arbor Film Festival. Yes, it you know, is. You went, know, I, went, I was out to dinner with a friend last night, and I was uh, went to um, this Japanese place, and I walked outside, and there were these huge, like, like spotlights, like rotating and shining into the sky. Ooh. And I'm like, wow. Don't you have that wherever you go, Gabe? Well, I mean, like, it's usually, it was early. I'm like, <laughs> you know, um, I was like, wait, wait, I don't have my, my Go-Go Boys, Dustin's Angels, where are they? <laughs> and, and so um, I'm like, what is going on? What is the meaning? Oh, yeah. And it was art, it was um, film festival oh. open last night. Ooh, yeah, okay. so. Terrific. Yeah, so it's exciting. And tomorrow is uh, Out Night at the it film is. festival it with is. a capital O, capital U, capital T mm-hmm. out. And um, so we're going to, we'll be talking with Deborah Miller, who yes. is the curator of the Out Night. Wow. Which is fabulous, yeah. Yeah, and we'll also we'll also poke her brain a little bit because we hear that there's some there's some stuff being stirred up a little. Yeah, some mm-hmm. of them, yeah, kind of get in trouble. Uh-huh. Maybe some poking. Censorship. <laughs> mm-hmm. I right. feel like my First Amendment right is in danger. Uh-oh. Dun, 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 dun. That's right. And and then in the, s- the middle of our show, mm-hmm. Cool Bean. That's right. Yep. That's right. She's going <laughs> to smack some knowledge on us. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I um, hope to. And what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about the causes of sexual orientation. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm glad you brought cookies. It's going to be deep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're delicious, good. by the way. Thank you the very much. The chocolate chip. Very <laughs> yes, good. Those yes. Are, I, those are great. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. As you can see, yeah. Again, <laughs> it was a full tin when I started this morning. And uh, <laughs> Oh, it's because you've been good. sharing the love. It's not that oh, you, you know. I'd like any. to take them where I go, you know. That's right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the truth is that you baked the whole batch, and those are the only ones that turned out. No, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I've, been, I've been eating cookies nonstop for like the past three days now. Nice. Wow. <laughs> nice. Oh, wow. Well yeah. done. Absolutely. I dream of that. <laughs> <laughs> it is Girl Scout cookie season. It is. Did yeah. You, and you... I didn't buy any, but I've been eating them a lot, which uh, is like, I was like, well, if we how do you do that? Yeah, yeah. We'll eat them. How do you eat them if well, you don't buy them? Everyone else has them. And so I turn around oh, like Thin okay. Mint. I'm like, why is it? Right, what, what, what are your favorite flavors? Um, I like Thin Mints, and yeah. I also like like them when they're frozen. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to mm-hmm. say that. Yeah, you got to freeze them, right? Uh huh. Absolutely. And then I also like just the straight up shortbread ones that look like chess pieces. Yes, in the blue box. In the blue yeah. box. <laughs> and then, um, uh, yeah, I like those. Those are shortbread, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. And then what about the peanut butter ones? I'm allergic peanut butter to patties. peanut butter. <gasps> Did you know this? Listen the audience. I, if you ever want to bake something for me, I'm allergic no. to nuts. Okay, there are no nuts Go in the uh, cookies, but they were produced in a gay kitchen that... Has uh, nuts in it? Well... <laughs> <laughs> I won't touch that. Okay. I won't, I won't. Great. Save that for the film festival, what? I guess. Interesting. So, ask me how my week was. How was your week? I'm an uncle. Oh, wow. My brother and his wife birthed a baby. Wow. And now I'm Straight an uncle. couple? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Good question. Yeah. Yes, yes. Straight couple. And uh, it's a baby boy. And um, it's. Wow. Is he gay or straight? I don't know yet. Oh, okay. We'll find out. How do we find that but out? But he'll be liberal. so um you know but you know gay or straight that's interesting we'll find out maybe liz has some maybe colby and has some has some insight into how we can figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch on that. Because you can go. tell pretty early, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. So, so we're all very happy, and we hope that they're doing well. And so that was the exciting thing in my week. Wow. Mm-hmm. And now, did, uh, now did you know that this was going to happen this week, or was it a? Um, yeah, we knew that it was going to happen in March. So, okay. um, and it being March. Oh, okay. I should have asked him to see if they would like balance him into a weeble wobble that spring equinox. <laughs> Does that count for newborns? No? no. So of course, like of course, like you know, whenever 
people would have showed me like baby pictures mm-hmm. and like look at my baby yeah. I'm like yeah great cute baby whatever <laughs> and now I'm that guy oh no <laughs> so literally I'm like carrying my laptop throughout the union I'm like look at the baby where are the pictures I haven't seen oh, any okay well I'm glad you asked it's right here it's on his MySpace page. The no. baby already has a MySpace yeah. page. Oh my god, that's such a good idea. Well, actually, it was funny because there was this one site that a friend. Oh. See how nice they are saying "ah." Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I don't really know the difference between a cute baby and a less than cute baby, but I tend to think that. Oh no, you can tell. <laughs> well, I think it's just the. I mean, the look, the 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 presence, the uh-huh. you know, the mm-hmm. overall. I'm gonna spoil this kid rotten. Oh well, that's what uncles are supposed to. Um, exactly. Holler. You know? I'm gonna undermine his pants' authority so much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so looking and forward to it. Get him all the noisy toys. Uh huh. You know, so. you want a drum set? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I am an uncle too, and uh, I've I've wanted to be kind of known as the eccentric uncle. Uh huh. That's because uh-huh. I think that's just more interesting. Totally. Absolutely. And is yeah. it an anti May or no? anti Mame? Anti May. There you go. Be yeah. uh, you know, uncle. You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't, e- I don't even want them to call me uncle. I just want them to call me David. You know, oh, just call me by my name. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm excited. Yeah. Excited. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very. Excited. I'll text you about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So that was my big news. What about wow. you, Dan? Anything going well, on? I found out that some information that I was, I, I being that my family is is, is started off Catholic, mm-hmm. um, that I found out that actually St. Patrick did not actually drive the stakes out of Ireland. He didn't. No. He actually used a broom. But I'm bump. Well, that's because we're, that's why they're famous for the Irish sweep snakes. Okay. Uh, and we'll be right uh, back after we beat So that's right. St. Patty's Day was yeah, last Saturday. How did you celebrate it? I don't actually celebrate, even though our, well, actually we do celebrate it in our family. We have the um, the visit of the leprechaun actually, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> it really does happen. Actually, it's very funny because my nephews that um, uh, they actually get this little visit and they get like something like at their door, uh-huh. um, and it could be a gift, it could be food, it could mm-hmm. be you know some a special list prize. Of chores. And, oh. Right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and um, and then there is like uh, green glitter that will like Ooh. that comes oh, from that's my the. Fault. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he leaves green green glitter wherever he walks. It's, it's it's right, kind of, you know, exactly. I sweat the stuff. A little trail of it. <laughs> How do you know if your kid's gay? The glitter. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Fairy dust. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. So yeah, so uh, so Saint, so actually, uh, the leprechaun comes to visit every you know every St. Patrick's Day, mm-hmm. and it's very interesting. One time, the uh, St. Patrick, or excuse me, sorry, the, the leprechaun, the leprechaun mm-hmm. actually didn't visit my um, my sister that actually and didn't go to my nephews and suddenly showed Uh-oh. up at the, uh, see my sister, I have three sisters, so uh-huh. the middle one, uh-huh. Maureen, is the big, the big Irish mm-hmm. um, of the family. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so she started this, that suddenly the anonymous leprechaun would show up at your door. And so Ooh. then when the th- nephews figured out who it was, they started leprechauning other uh, people. So do you do Easter so. too? Is there a bunny that comes? Oh, the yeah. Irish bunny? The, the, the Irish, Irish bunny, yeah. yes, exactly. Now, are you full Irish or, or part? Uh, I am um, uh, half half Irish, half German. Mm. I should say actually like 45 and 45 because there's like a 5% mutt. Mm. I think I'm quarter so. Irish, three quarter German. Oh, yeah. okay. So I... So now yeah. how do you really determine that, you know? I... I use grandparents grandparents okay. and their parents i sort of try and i gotcha. you know drop a chart yep yep that's exactly <laughs> calculator yeah. that's, that's pretty much how roller, we did it we yeah. did it by like the great grand uh the great grandparents kind of a thing so we have yeah. this little french person that's we uh, <laughs> you know that's in there so we don't know what what happened mm-hmm. with, with that like set of that group mm-hmm. so yeah so it's kind of an interesting so and and then my sister married um, uh, a German. Uh, my eldest sister married a German, and so he's very into um, being German. Mm-hmm. And his family—he's like the first um, uh, American, if you will, or the first um, American. You know what? I'm hearing a beep. <laughs> a beep? Like what kind of a beep? I hear like a beep a, too. Like, like a high Is it like a? Yeah. Is it like a fire alarm beep, or no, is it like a? No, it's just like a high pitch. Like someone's. I see if the listeners hear that. Do the listeners? Oh, yeah, really. Call in seven six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A the, beep, anyway, a beep. Is it a, is it a is tone a or a beep? It's more like a tone. It's, like, <laughs> as, if, it's as if your key, someone's keyboard is being pushed up. Mine. No. You know. Oh, I thing. see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it is. A beep. I don't know. No. It's anyway, anyway. <laughs> so exactly. we'll just keep talking. This and, is live um, radio, folks. Yeah. You got it. We got to keep talking. There, there you go. Right. And um. 
So, so there's a, since he's the first generation American, um, he, he, all the, all my nephews are being taught um, German and and things like that, and and doing the German dances. And oh the wow, shoe what a stuff and, colorful family you have. Oh yeah, so it's kind of a very interesting. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and and you're still not willing to sing though. No, no, no. <laughs> See, for those of you who haven't joined us for the past two weeks, Dave has a singing fetish. <laughs> I he like likes, music. He I likes, like music. He likes to sing. Well, good because you'll be able to hear music. We're going to run to break. Good. Yeah. Okay. And um, we'll run to break. And when we come back, we have uh, Deborah Miller on the phone, the curator of Outnight. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's Film great. Festival. Okay. So WCBN FM, cause for the close. We'll be right back. Oh. We will be right back. I think we're going right. to be right back. Well, I'll just say. And we're it, back. We are back. Exactly. Welcome back. Uh, closets are for close. And so, you know, um, you know, this, uh, the Ann Arbor Film Festival just started. Um, very exciting. Very cool. Michigan Theater. Absolutely. Um, through the 25th. It started on the 20th. And, and joining us, we have uh, Deborah Miller. Hello, Deborah. Hi, Deborah. Yeah. There we go. Yay. Hey. How are you? Thank you I'm, for joining us. I'm so I'm so glad to join you. I'm calling from some mysterious alley off of Main Street. It's the only place <laughs> I could find that was quiet. Ooh. <laughs> oh, uh, I know I thought, that alley. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, that's what I was just going to say. I thought it was appropriate given the topic. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Well, good. So you're on site for um, yes. the whatever. Yeah, great. So so <laughs> so you're the curator of Outnight, right? Is that correct? This is. This is correct. Wow. Now, how does one become a curator of uh, of the festival? Uh, I think you donate a lot of money. And then you... you know, you do that casting couch thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought because there was a lot of other things that you were involved with, uh, involved in with um, um, with the the arts and things that I thought that might have been um, uh, the real reason why they called you. Yeah, probably that was it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so unfortunately. <laughs> casting couch thing is not working so well for me. <laughs> so uh, yes, I, I was asked to um, curate by my friend Holly Hughes, who is a performance artist and writer and also teaches at the university now. She, mm. uh, we met in New York at the Wow Cafe, which was a notorious lesbian theater company of sorts. And um, she knew that I was doing some film programming for Outfest in Los Angeles and uh, AFI and asked me if I would do it. And I said I would be happy and glad and, and overjoyed and all those other so this has also Good been quite things. right, and this has been quite a, a year too because of uh, what all is involved with being a curator. I mean, how do you come up with the, this list and narrow it down? Well, pretty much, I just show some of the films from my friends so <laughs> that that and uh there's a few other ones that i had heard about i saw them um as you can tell i like to laugh and i thought maybe <laughs> the gays would like that too yeah, absolutely you know, mm-hmm. we've, we've had a rough time over these past i don't know 30 we have. years we have. so i thought um i thought it would be good if we had a little bit of experimental art and a lot of laughter. Very good. So that's how this sort of outnight special program, beep, art, let's laugh, came up? Yes, that was my uh, invention. And uh, they sort of gave me free reign, and they said, you know, choose choose what you want to do. And so I uh, I did. <laughs> Excellent. So so- I, I, think, I think it should be a lot of fun. Um, we've got some really great pieces by some very talented filmmakers. And um, actually, there's one by this one man named David Dean Buttrell, and I don't know if any of you are Boston Legal fans, but Absolutely. if you if you are, the character named Lincoln is uh, a gay man uh-huh. who uh, direct wrote and directed this uh, film, Available Man, and it's quite funny oh wow oh right is so, that the uh, one about the the screenwriter and the blind day yeah yes yes and uh it, it's 
I enjoyed that one a lot. So, so do you have a favorite? Great. Is that your favorite? Or because because uh, what we're talking about are the short films. There's like what are they like? Yes, there. I have twelve, 12 short films. films. Uh huh. Twelve short films. They range anywhere from about two minutes. To twenty minutes, which is so great because nice that's my stuff. that's my attention span. Could, <laughs> exactly. Could you go exactly. over possibly a little synopsis of each film? Sure, sure. Um, we're going to start off with a uh, a heart song. Uh, David Quantic is uh, doing a karaoke version of a heart song, and it it it's sort of a it's kind of like a music video. We'll just put it that way, and it, it's it's a lot of fun. I think you'll enjoy that. And then, keeping with the karaoke theme, um, Anna Abello does a, a version of um, uh, a Peaches song, well, or shouting, basically, <laughs> which is actually Peaches shouting over a Joan Jett song. So, Oh, excellent. Uh, that's fun. And then we have The Available Men. Uh-huh. And I uh, brought another short film of Anna's back, which was the synchronized swimming, and it's technically not gay, but it's so much fun that I just had to put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> Gay people can relate to it. That's right. I love yeah. synchronized swimming. I anyway. love swimming. Yeah, that's fun. Exactly, exactly. And then um, we have a little bit longer short by Liz Lackman, who is a Detroit uh, native, and she was very sorry that she could not come to the festival, but she she um, was very excited to be in it. And it's, uh, it's, it's a funny... Um, love story called Getting to Know You, and this is the one that has uh, Elizabeth Keener in it, who's Catherine Keener's sister, mm. and several other Hollywood uh, actors that people will know. And Dana recognize. Delaney's in that one, isn't she? That's right. Oh. That's right. And uh, then we have a, a an abstract nude. Uh, it's very, it's really lovely, just uh, four minutes, but it's really beautiful, and, uh, and it's, it's Probably my most sort of avant-garde film here, but very nice by um, by Dana Kinsky, and she's from Israel. Although they have put her name in incorrectly, so we'll have to. Uh-oh. They printed it as Anna. That Kim. I just know. <coughs> yeah. Uh, and then we have this 20-minute uh, uh, film called Outside, and it and it's uh, it's a post-apocalyptic. Um, view, which is probably not too far off. <laughs> and, My favorite uh, kind of view. Exactly. And then this is, I, I think this this may be amongst my favorite, and this is this young filmmaker. He was in a program in high school. His name is Enzo Ibarra, and he does this combination um, <clears throat> animation with uh, photos, that kind of uh, montage about his last year of high school and uh, oh. ending with him wearing a dress to the prom. Oh, excellent. Yay. Very cute. <laughs> and he, and um, then we have uh, also good Now, wait a minute. You didn't give away the ending, did you? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing, everything good happens. Oh, There's good. No, okay. no bad ending. All right, good. There's no time. It's a seven-minute film. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Have you heard my stories? <laughs> <laughs> well, it may be like a little bit like the next one, which was is called The Heterosexual Menace, and um, also a very funny little film about, um, well, I'm not going to tell you what it's about. Okay. It's short. It's cute. It's fun. All right. Some, there's some, uh, a couple of hunky boys in it, so I think everybody will be happy about that. Oh, well, then I'll be I'm there. For there. Sure. Yeah. I'm yeah. going. <laughs> <laughs> And then I, uh, two local filmmakers, Jamie Grody and Heather Bodell, from both are I, currently at. Uh, They're the U of M students, right? That's right. Oh. Uh, and I Marge have. Marge Persky, yeah, The I Doggy have, Dilemma. I have and seen some of the Marge funny. Persky stuff. And yes. It is hilarious. Yes. It is so. She's coming right funny. along. I'm oh. really very excited. So, um,. And I'm and I'm really happy because they will actually be there. Oh, excellent! Night. So that's great. And then we have uh, uh, the perfect ones, which is a little um, uh, a little story about a suburban housewife who wanders into the wrong or perhaps the right bar. So that's Ooh. that's kind of fun by Matt Johnston and now. Bustamante, and she's a performance artist from San Francisco. Interesting. And we end the night with my second favorite, uh, Pro-Choice, 
by David John, and David is a member of the Groundlings, which is a comedy troupe in Los Angeles. Oh. Uh, lots and lots of very funny people have gone through the Groundlings, and uh, it, this is a very funny short sketch comedy that's that's really quite well done. Interesting! Wow. Yeah, that's evening that's pretty much well it sounds like an awesome lineup such a diverse sort of range and it sounds like you know i mean i'm already laughing so i can't i can't imagine (laughs) what the night's gonna be like now and and is it it's not advertised is it not really advertised as a as a gay film thing right it's just called out night is that true yeah so that's that's just what it's called you have to be savvy to know what that means i think you do but i think i think uh, anybody will enjoy this because the the acting is good. The um, it, it's just nice and diverse. And you know, my my philosophy is I like to assume that everybody is gay until proven otherwise. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I've been trying to work with that, and I'm I don't know. I'm coming up to a brick wall sometimes. <laughs> oh, I love those brick walls. Yeah, I know. I, in fact, Deborah is in between two of them right now. <laughs> That's <laughs> the alley. Yeah. That's excellent. So, Deborah, um, you know, the other thing we wanted to ask you, like uh, the Outnight stuff, looks amazing. Absolutely. And, and we want everyone to go out tomorrow night. The Outnight short films are at 10 p.m. Um, Thursday, yeah. and you can buy yeah. tickets, and they're only nine bucks. Uh, right. Yep. The tickets are only they're, they're very but you can inexpensive. Pick them up, yeah, you can either pick them up online, or you can be able to go to the Michigan Theater and pick uh-huh. them up. Absolutely. Right. So, but there's other news about the film festival that's sort of been hitting hitting uh, hitting the media lately. Do you know anything about that? Or about our First Amendment rights? Or? I I know I know a little bit about that, and I do know that it's especially important for. Uh, those of us in the GBLT community to be supportive of this because several of the films that are in, and if you, when you pick up your uh, film festival program, you will notice there's a list of the films that were uh, the cause of all this attack. Several of those are by very well-known gay um, uh, filmmakers. So, so not necessarily gay themed, but by gay filmmakers. No, not even necessarily gay themed or filmmakers, but just t- titles or subjects which were it, exactly yeah that that are titles. possibly. I, I guess there's there's three limitations that they put on it, uh, and I'm trying to find that list now well, somewhere. Um, it is. I do have it. It, it. Um, well, one is that they can't have anything that um, you can't put any. Um, uh, human waste on any religious objects. Okay, I'm okay with that. Uh-huh. That's, that was uh-huh. one. I'm okay with, honestly, I'm okay, I'm okay with with that being a restriction. I, <laughs> I, I, no, what I'm saying is, <laughs> I guess I better make this clear. Right. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't enjoy seeing that on on film. Okay. Right, right. Exactly. Right. I don't well, my think that my feeling it. is, as long as that's advertised and I choose not to go to it, then that's that's all I care about. Yeah, if somebody right. wants to go ahead and do that. And be my guest. Is it art? Well, we can discuss that yeah, for a long right. time. Yeah, that, and that's but, a very hard uh, thing to describe. As long as they just tell me about it before I walk in, then I get to make that choice. Right. All right. And I think that's that's pretty much true about most of the, the films. And, and you're right. The, it's either the title, there's either a word in there that indicates a body part, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the list. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, well, one of the titles is No American Dream. Well, and then uh, they, I don't get that, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, the other one is uh, uh, America's Biggest Dick, and it's yeah. about yes. Dick Cheney. Mm-hmm. Is yes, what it is. Exactly. It's about Dick Cheney. It's so, amazing. all right, what was yeah. number two? Okay, so number one was no human uh, waste on religious symbols. Number two is no desecration of the flag. All right. And three is no depiction of sex acts. Okay, now that one I have a problem with. Right. How? What? <laughs> I need to know what a sex act is. That's I mean, right. I, not that I don't have well, a sense. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like them to describe it for me, please. So, what are the limitations here? Oh, that's where we get in trouble. <laughs> describing I mean, it. Kissing, kissing is a sexual act or, or not. Right. I don't know. And that was so, one of the things that... Well, it, it, it's interesting because there are several films that I have seen here that have none of those, actually. Mm-hmm. And that, the main one being by uh, uh, Brooke Keesling, Booby Girl, which is um, basically discriminated against because of its title. It's yes. really about body images of this little cartoon sketch. And wow. it's, it's, the, it's as little that you can do with straight lines and circles in animation as possible, and I, I just don't really get it. Interesting. But and so so it. this uh, organization, the Mackinac Center, right, they picked up on this and and, and they wanted... And, and, and then this state rep 
when it yes. uh, pulled pull the funding, right? Yes, that's correct. Right. I wonder if and, these uh, uh, videos are available on YouTube or something. <laughs> yeah, well, you never know. Yeah. You know? Several of them will be um, shown on Saturday, I believe, and then the DVD will be for sale for right. that. Um, and one of the things I did um, like about it is that the... Um, um, the, the the person who is that is in charge of the the film festival decided that you know what fine we're not going to go for funding then, and decided that we're, we're going to raise the eighteen thousand dollars on our own. And what I loved about it was Hollywood was was absolutely up in arms about this, and so they donated the money with the condition that they do things on First Amendment rights, and so they have discussions Amazing. on awesome. it and. And show things. So there was support in saying, you know what, this is, you know, come on, people. See, that's ridiculous. And so does that state senator, state representative, and that organization think that they've, they've done their job now? I mean, we're still showing them, right? And even now, we're having conversations about the First Amendment rights about it. Right. Well, from what I was reading earlier, I mean, there was one of the things that they, yes, they didn't do their complete homework. That the uh, Michigan, uh, the, the, the money that was going to... Um, I mean, I saw it right here. The Michigan Council of the Arts and Cultural Affairs, um, you know, really did not look into it any further. They really did just go by the titles. And by just looking at the titles, they made that assumption. And they were talking about, like, well, what is art? What is culture? Mm -hmm. And there was a gentleman, his name is uh, Michael... Um, Lafave, I think is his name, mm -hmm. um, who was just talking about, like, well, what is art? What is culture? And it turns out that there was a rep that finally said, you know what? I'm an, on the Appropriations Committee, uh, a state representative, um, Shirley, uh, Shirley Johnson, who um, sa said, you know what? No, this is not something um, we, as taxpayers, want to have go toward it. Mm -hmm. And so that's where the controversy happened, and they cut... And so the Edinburgh Film Festival said, okay. I wish we could have a little more aggressive control over funding and spending of some other things besides mm -hmm. uh, policing art, you know? Yes, absolutely. Um, bombs. And apparently <laughs> the truth of the matter is there's not a whole lot of money that actually goes to the art in the first, arts right. in the first place exactly. in Michigan. And the amount that was withdrawn from the festival was about $13,000. And because they chose initially not to make any... Uh, objection to it, they raised about two or three times that much from um, <laughs> their supporters. So, wow. you know, absolutely. And, and now I guess what's currently going to happen is the ACLU has come in, studied the problem, and uh, encouraged the film festival to uh, bring a lawsuit. Wow. So I think you'll be hearing more about that as absolutely. that. And, and in a way, I think what happened is that I think even though the, the state representative was trying to police art, I think what actually ended up happening is that the community, she was trying to be the better for the community mm -hmm. and, and make sure that we don't have this pornographic mm -hmm. stuff being funded. Mm -hmm. And I think what she ended up doing is actually subsidizing and, and bringing awareness to art and culture mm -hmm. even more. And, and the backlash from the community saying, no, we're not going to... You know, we're not going to put up with this. This is this is what your um, what your policing is is really none of your business. Stay out of there, and we're this is what we want. And what a way to speak back. Yeah. And and I think that that's really wonderful. And I really do. I mean, I definitely encourage. I mean, we are we're talking about the out um, festival tomorrow evening, but the but, but it's I all think week, right? it's so all week. All and it. I would definitely have people definitely encourage to go to the uh, website. Um, which is aaff.com. Mm -hmm. Which is simple, yeah, very simple to um, just get on. And yeah, I also see aafilmfest.org. Yeah, that's me. what I was going to say. aafilmfest.org. Now, the program also says that afterwards, there's an afterglow after the tomorrow night, after the out night, is uh, an afterglow at the uh, out bar. That is correct. Yeah. And we hope to see everybody there and uh, love to talk to people about the films, what they think about them. And just say hi and see what's going on here in the community. Fantastic. Um, Definitely. Very excited. Yes. And, so and I, I believe, yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I believe the Outbar and Between the Lines are sponsoring this the, this evening, tomorrow night. I wouldn't yes. be surprised. Yes. Good and, for them. Yeah. And uh, um, so definitely, it, I think it's going to be a wonderful evening. And, and you know, one of the last time I went to the film festival on Out Night, it was like a family reunion. It was like, oh, my gosh, I haven't seen people or couples that don't go to the bars and don't go to these huge events or whatever. It was, you know, we need more gay film festival activity here in Ann Arbor locally. I know there's one in Royal Oak every year, and yep. I try to make that. But uh, yep. 
Why? And, uh, yeah, we should, you know. Actually, have more. I think definitely in Eastern Michigan has tried to do a couple of them the past couple of years and um, put something together. But yeah, it's definitely, I think this is something. That is, I think, healthy for a community. I mean, it brings couples out and people I haven't seen in a while. Yeah. So It's a great event. It's tomorrow. It's a Thursday night, tomorrow night uh, at uh, 10 p.m. It's at the Michigan Theater located on Liberty in Ann Arbor. And um, right, we've been talking with Deborah Miller, the curator. So thank you so much, Deborah, and hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, thank you. Sorry about the noise. Okay. Uh, Allie all of a sudden got very busy here. Uh, lots of boys. Oh, 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 I don't want to see that. I, I'm just going to turn around here for a second. But, uh, oh, wait, there's some girls. What's going on? This is a happening place. All right, all you people come out tomorrow night. Support the gay community. Support the film festival. And uh, say hi. Great. Thank you so much, Deborah. Thank you. And we'll take a quick break and with a song and uh, maybe even a um, maybe a station. And eat these cookies, guys. Come on, eat the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> This is Keith Orr from Common Language Bookstore and The Out Bar. You're listening to Closets Are for Clothes on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, 88.3 on your radio dial. We were just talking uh, about the Michigan, uh, the Ann Arbor Film Festival, and that tomorrow night is the uh, Out Night, the Out Festival portion of the uh, festival. It's tomorrow night, and it's at 10 o'clock at the Michigan Theater, if you're just tuning in. Absolutely. And there's going to be several films there of a uh, gay interest. Uh, Yeah, what's the one that's at 8 o'clock? That was the one that kind of confused me when I was on the, um, I forgot to ask her about that. Um, that there's a something at eight o'clock that evening. Um, it's also part of the Outfest, and um, yeah. So so there's that, and then there's yeah. There's the um, Out Night. It's called um, Londres by or Londres by Eva Tang, and I think it's a it's by it's a film from Singapore. 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 Uh, I, wow, those cookies really. Yeah. Wow. I have cookie in my mouth, people. <laughs> I have cookie. I, I have Dave's cookies in my mouth. Oh. <laughs> um, and we're talking about movies. Out night is tomorrow night at Michigan Theater at ten o'clock. On yeah, it's mm-hmm. on Liberty. And uh, you know, I'm glad that it's actually at ten. I was a little concerned when when Dan you first told me about it because you know yoga. So now I can still go to yoga and then go to the film festival. Excellent. Won't that Good. be great? It's, it's, it's great. Yeah. to see some of y'all there. It'll be it'll be fun. Yeah, maybe bring some yoga folks with you. Oh, you know? Ooh, hey, yeah. See? All limber and stuff. Yeah. That's you won't right. even need seats because you can sit in your own heads. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's switch gears a second. And, you know, we were talking about my new nephew. His yes. Name is Brayden. Brayden. And, you know, um, people are always asking, is it a boy or a girl? Is it a boy or a girl? I'm like, oh, well... Miss male sex parts, right? Right. But I don't know about the gender ex- identity and gender expression. Right. So I don't really know if it's a boy or a girl, or if, uh, if he wants to identify as a he or a she. Right. So, um, so that's curious, and I I don't think I would tell my brother and sister in law that at this point. Right. You know, because they just sort of hatched the baby. Um. So, but that 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 begs the question, right? And and um. We have uh, Cool Bean here today. Yes, and we cool certainly And Cool Bean will be talking. Um, cool Bean, what are you talking about? Well, I'm going to talk about what the... How about there? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk about what the cause of sexual orientation may be. Nature, nurture, both or neither. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I want to know the answer. That's right. Well, I don't know if I can give you a definite answer, but I can shoot some facts and evidence your guys' way. All right, all right. Shoot them at me. All right, well, everybody's heard about the fingertip length... <laughs> It's still not working. No, wherever you want to. Yeah, sorry. We're just positioning microphones Hello. here. That's right. <laughs> Let me get my radio voice. So I, you've can't, all heard I can't go that low. <laughs> <laughs> so you've heard the story about finger links. Everybody looks at their fingers and compares. To oh, see. yeah? That's supposed to tell you. Well, uh, wait, what's this supposed wait, to tell wait, me? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, let's, yeah. let's focus on that for a second. What, all right. How long? What's no, the, what's this supposed to tell me? We well, all have our fingers out now. So apparently. <laughs> yeah, because we have to get them out. <laughs> <laughs> Let me unpack mine. <laughs> So, okay, what am I looking at? Well, in 1999, um, a psychologist did a study, and he determined that if your index finger is shorter than compared to your ring finger, 
that you are predisposed to have a homosexual sexual oh orientation. Oh my God, it's true for me. Is it true for me? Is that true? But you might have to set it down on the table because that's the way they did it in the study. No, it's straight up true for me. Well, it's true for I, me yeah, as well. but maybe that's like what everybody's okay, fingers Alex, Alex, come let me see your <laughs> Get those let me fingers. See your hand. Both come of them. I'll put them on the hand. Oh my God! Wow. See, and this was true for gays and so lesbians. So our engineer's index finger is longer than his ring, ring finger, finger, and so that predisposes him to having a generally straight orientation. Is that how it works? Well, they found that what they're arguing is that sexual orientation is somehow encoded in your genes, mm-hmm. or at least partially. Mm-hmm. My jeans? I'm jeans. not. Wear- oh, I am wearing jeans. Just mm-hmm. your distressed. The diesels. Your recessed wash. That's right. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so your finger length is determined by your genes. Uh huh. And there's and a so, correlation between finger. Uh, let me just let you finish. No, go, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> so perhaps like maybe at contraception or when a person's unique DNA is established. Yeah. Conception. What did I say? Contraception. Contraception. Yeah. Oh, well, sorry. Whatever. Conception. That's the other thing. You're good. <laughs> it's okay. We know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> so the question is, um, was this considered a valid study? Is was this a science? Is this a good study? Well, I is think so. I mean, it gives some pretty good evidence to the mm-hmm. to the nature part of the argument, the genes part of the argument. So if I wanted my nephew, or if we want, if Gabe wanted his nephew um, to be to be gay, he should maybe tape the um, index finger down so that it doesn't grow any higher than the ring finger. Gay or straight, or I just want to be happy. it's true. I think we have a question. What if they're the same length? Oh, and we can't hear it. We can't hear it. What if they're the What if they're the same length? What did they say? What bisexual. Bisexual. <laughs> I don't have an answer for you there. Interesting. Oh, interesting. So, what else? What else did you find? Well, lots of things. They do a lot of studies on identical twins, and uh, one study was so you have identical twins, and so they have the one hundred percent the same genes, and these identical twins were separated at birth, so they have the same genes, but they're raised in different mm-hmm. environments. Uh huh. And so the idea is, if that one one twin is homosexual, then the other one, what what is the other one? Is it homosexual? Is it heterosexual? Uh-huh. And what uh-huh. were the findings? Well, the, the findings were that about 55%, they're brothers. They only did the study with brothers, which is a huge thing. Uh, hmm. They don't do the study on a lot of women. but So twins with 100% the same DNA raised apart, 55% of them were both gay. So that, that What was it? 75%? 55. 55. 55. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't sound significant. It sounds kind of... Mm. Yeah. So kind of... Kind, kind of half and half. But yeah. I mean, it's still a kind pretty of. strong genetic correlation. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, exactly. Wow. wow, what else you got? So wait, are there any cool narratives about that? So like these brothers who didn't know each other existed and then they they suddenly like, what reunite happens? And they reunite at like some CD bar and they're peeing next to each other and they're like, oh my God. I talk about what? like, what about? <laughs> I think I saw movie. it on Lifetime. Oh my God. This is a family show. <laughs> There's a short film for you right There's there. There's a short film. <laughs> Um, anywho. Well, and there's a lot of flaws in that study, too, because they say that um, homosexuals are more likely to participate in studies like this because it concerns them. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, and also, people are able to lie about yeah. their sexual orientation. Well, yeah, and I think it should be, it should be pointed out that in, in, with any study, statistics can be manipulated. Right. So you, you cannot take any study results as gospel and that right. absolute you know you have to weigh it with a lot of other stuff mm-hmm, going on mm-hmm. but these are these are interesting to hear about mm-hmm. what else you got well in a lot of other times like these studies don't take into consideration the fluidity of sexuality and gender yes. right it's, right in these so studies it's either black gay, or white right, right. Mm-hmm. and they don't take into account bisexuality or anything like that yeah mm-hmm. so so again so they're, they're grain of salt, grain of salt. Yeah. yes all right, what else I've got? That was um, fun. I want to do the finger thing. Is there another We have one? to go find more people. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I've got studies on existing families. Um, oh, how about older brothers? This is a good one. Oh, yeah. I think I heard about this one. Tell them. Um, this was a study done <laughs> in uh, 1997, and they reported, this researchers reported that each older brother that a brother has increases the odds yes. of him being gay by yes. about 33%. So in, 33%? Yeah. So younger brothers are more likely to be gay. But the more older brothers they have, interesting. Yeah, I have I have two older brothers. I'm the youngest in my family. You know, so it's their fault. Well, it's just it's just the way things worked out. I don't understand. It's not it's not a problem. Wait, so what was the causation? It was like was there or were they out of testosterone in the vagina or something? <laughs> well, I don't like, know if it's that. They don't. I don't think they. In the, from what I know of the study, I because I it was talked about on a television news program and I can't remember. I think it was 60 Minutes. In fact, it was. It was 60 Minutes and it was on last year. They talked about this. They interviewed a number of uh, people, 
and it was, and they didn't really have a, a, a knowledge of why it was happening. This is just what they observed. This is, yeah. yeah, this is what Interesting, was happening. Interesting, I, I have an older brother. How, just one? Just one. Okay, well, that's do not... You, do you have any younger, younger brothers? Negative. Okay. okay. So what you want to look for are the large families, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if you see a lot of uh, males in the family, a lot of brothers, then more than what the study suggests is that the youngest of the family is the most likely to be sure. gay. Yeah. But that's very interesting, right? Because we can come up with a checklist. But yeah, if you watch like Brothers and Sisters on TV, the youngest male is... No, I'm kidding, no. Yeah. He's the middle child. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just said that wrong. Okay, go ahead. Well, in this study, they point to the fact that um, male fetuses produce these HY antigens. And these antigens are responsible for um, masculinizing. Uh-huh. How do we say that? Making the boy masculine. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And um, kind of like what Gabe said, running out of testosterone, but mm-hmm. not exactly. Um, the <clears throat> antigens, um, they kind of like remember the next male in there, and they do less of a good job mm. masculinizing oh, the male lazy. with each su- su- successive brother. Interesting. And that's a hormone? All right, let's check our testosterone levels in here. Uh, and, uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and how do we do that, said the one who baked cookies? I don't know. <laughs> They're delicious, Actually, by there the way. Actually, there is a test. Thank you very much. There is actually a test. <laughs> of testosterone? There is a well, test I mean, of testosterone, yeah. Hormone exactly. Tests, right? so, like, like a blood you test? A, you come up with, with a number or something? Like a, you actually do, actually, because yeah. I actually have mine tested one time. Oh. What are you at? And, What's um, your number? I, am actually, I don't know what my number is, but I know mine is low. And they couldn't figure out if it was because of <laughs> hormonal issues or if it was pituitary gland. So they're now when testing you that now. Uh, a month ago. Yes. Is that the only time? Did yeah, it, did actually, it cost money? Yeah. It did cost money. Uh, um, it was, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> See, but, that would be a good um, study to do. It would be absolutely. interesting to kind of find that out. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so would you say that these are nature or nurture arguments? Mm. I would definitely say that these are nature arguments. Yes. And then, or were there some nurture ones? Um, Yeah, we can get to those. Y- you know, now, uh, as a point of that, if these are nature uh, issues... Can they be changed? Should they be changed? I don't know. That's a what whole other show. Yeah, you have to come back. Before we go to nurture, do we have any on like women? Like any? Why like, are all these studies done with men? I don't know. There's oh. more men to be found out there that will willing to participate in studies. I suppose. Maybe the public likes the idea of lesbians better. It's more acceptable to the public and uh, especially the straight male. Well, there was this um, one study with women where they found out, like, for instance, their inner, the shape of their inner ear determined The earlobe their... study, right? Wasn't there an earlobe study? We'll have to look that one up. Who we'll shows your about... ears? Let's see what the <laughs> <is>. <laughs> uh-huh. so, so, so what so were what... some of the, uh, the nurture ones? Well, also, like, um, the religious conservatives usually blame homosexuality on things like bad parenting, demon uh, possession, you know, crazy yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're familiar with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the demon one. The demon no, 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 no. one. That's my personal it's favorite. My favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and they really argue that, well, since they do these identical twin studies, that if the two brothers, they should always be 100%, if they have 100% the same genes, then they should be 100% gay. Both of them should be gay. And mm-hmm. if that would be, if there was a direct cause. If it was just genes, If it was right? just mm-hmm. genes, right? Mm-hmm. So then they go ahead and blame everything else on, you know, um, Being how demons and mm-hmm. right, p- bad parenting, abuse, mm-hmm. sexual, mental abuse, stuff like that. Um, but there really haven't been any good concrete studies on um, an environmental cause mm-hmm. for uh, sexual orientation. But what they do think is that it's always an interaction between the genes and the environment. That something in the environment triggers these genes, and that's what causes your sexual mm-hmm. orientation. Okay, so they're, they're like sleeper genes, and right. then for some reason something's <laughs> introduced and things activate. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you like, track that? I don't. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just it's just like cancer. You know, like you may yeah. have the cancer gene, but yeah, you may never you're develop either, you're a cancer. You're predisposed to that certain that traits people and certain are like habits cancer. and things. Gay people are not like cancer. No. That's not what we're saying. No. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Yes, exactly. But I was trying to think of something genetic. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. They, they uh, well, hair color. Hair color hair changes color? after color? a certain you know time. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah, mine sometimes sooner than others. Yeah. Well, there was an interesting poll done in 2000, and it said, would your attitude towards homosexuality change if it were proven to be genetically determined? Mm. And 75% of people said no. 21% of people said yes, and then four were not sure. Mm. But that's interesting because everybody knows that your gender is um, genetically determined, and so is your skin color. But there's still, you know, um, racists out there. Your sex is genetically determined. Yeah. Yeah, not your gender. <laughs> yep, not your gender. There we go. Oh no, wait a minute. One more time. Maybe I was listening very well. So what you're saying, the 
So, yeah, what was it? Well, he, she, she was saying, you want to say it or I'll... Oh, you can go ahead. Uh, she was saying that uh, our our uh, gender, our sexual uh-huh. equipment okay. is uh, determined genetically. Biologically. Okay, All got right. it. Okay. Our, the color of our skin is de- is determined genetically. Yeah, that's true. All right. However, we still have people who are racist. We still have people uh, in the public who uh, are sexist. Are, are sexist. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. So would those twenty one percent of people really change their attitude towards homosexuality if sure. it was genetically determined? Yeah. Did you see um, X Men? Which one? Well, I've and seen the, them all, so yeah. So do you think? So there was a lot of talk about X Men being an allegory for for the gay gene and for gay rights. What do you think about? Do you do you see that? Um, I didn't think about it until you said that, but I guess I could see that. Because these X Men, they're like mutants, right? right? And they, and you know, there's they find a gene and they wonder if it's like, um, and so if you could cure being a mutant, would you? Mm-hmm. You know, um, so it's very interesting. Like, if there was a gay gene, like how many people would say, "Oh, I want, I want to know." And that's child. that's often, I think, a. Um, uh, a defense, you know, why would you choose to be oppressed? Why would you choose uh-huh, to be uh-huh. of a of a, whatever orientation it is, but just that to to have to live and struggle the way the gay and lesbian population right. has w- to, which is not the gay and lesbian population's fault. Right, it's the straight population's fault, right? That's right. So what, I, what people always ask me, like, if you could choose not to be gay, would you choose? And I I <laughs> used to say yes, but now instead I say no. I would choose for other people not to be. Beepholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, yes, you're right. There is su- suffering and discrimination on of the GLBT population, but that's not because. The I think one of the things is that, that I look back at is that my younger sister and I are very similar, and her attitude toward life and her her whole um, of how life should be um, is, I think, how I would have ended up if I wasn't gay. Hmm. And I've said this. Well, she's she's very conservative. She's very religious. She's very, um, uh, very. um, Well, I guess I I can't say that she's 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 like the she's almost the exact opposite of me. Um, Now we are able to have conversations with each other, and she's been very supportive. But her initial thinking, or when she goes from the gut. She's she's very Republican. Um, she doesn't understand the Democratic point of view. She doesn't understand how one could be liberal versus being conservative. Um, uh, she's, and I don't. And I think that if I did not have this this opportunity that came to me about learning about being gay and what that means and learning about oppression. I don't think I would have had this turnaround for myself. Are you better for it? Absolutely. Yeah, you're a mm-hmm. better person because of what you've lived through, right? Absolutely. So it really comes, I think, comes down to yourself and whether or not you appreciate the aspects of yourself, Absolutely. no matter what they are. Right. Whether you're tall or short, large or small. Right. White, black, green, yellow, yep. whatever. Whatever color your hair is, however much hair you have, right. whatever your gender identity is. Right. And it's up to you as a self to decide whether yep. or not that's good for you right and and to use what you've got yes absolutely yeah. and i think i think that, that that's so true because one of the things that i also compare it to me being a, um being fat would i take a pill if i if it would just immediately get rid of my fat and i think there's part of me like even though there's a health issue with this mm-hmm. and i will admit that but there is but that's a part of my personality and i do know that when i am at a lower weight there, there, it, there is something different. I mean, when I come into a room, I'm, I don't have quite the presence I think I, I normally would have, being, being uh-huh. a very large size. And so, if I was at, at, um, a, if I was thin, like thin, thin, I, I, I don't know. I, I would, I'd, there'd be, a, I'd think, I'd feel a part of me is missing, mm-hmm. with that. So I think that's a part. So that when I think about being gay, if I took a pill, being, so I'm not gay anymore. I think there's a lot of other parts of me that I think would be missing as well, and I and I they're just that. Um, I mean, what would go? I mean, I guess would the, the radio is, show go? Well, well, I don't know. You'd have to find another show, that's for sure. For yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think about like, okay, so I take a pill. What is it about me that's gay will be gone? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Is it my attraction? Is it my flamboyancy? Is it my? But you, you know, know, no matter what people are born with, aren't we? Aren't isn't a lot of society more and more always trying to change what they have? Right. Um, aren't people trying to? Some, thin people are trying to put on weight. Yeah. Heavy people are trying to take off weight. Absolutely, sure. Um, it's like that saying, you know, loving your body is a revolution. It's yeah, revolution. People yeah. are trying to, to change. Body. People want to uh, get tan, have darker skin. Right. Other uh, mm-hmm. people want to have uh, eye jobs and mm-hmm. and have stuff added to their body or stuff removed from their body. Yeah, it's just constant change, and it's because of a perception of what they want. Absolutely, and it's a perception that's often driven by market forces who. They're sort of telling you what's attractive. Absolutely. Right? Or what, what oh, is wrong with you. Yeah. So maybe when the market says that being gay is great, we're going to see everybody coming out, whether they're, whether they're gay or not, just to be popular. Right. right. It's about being popular. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mother, other well, that'll be the day when being gay is popular. <laughs> <That'll be laughs> the day. It's popular here. It's well, popular in this room. Well, <laughs> I, well, I do think there are parts of, like, for instance, I, I started really, there was a part of my life recently where I started realizing I was being invited to all these parties and I couldn't figure out, like, why. And it was because they could be able to say they knew a gay person. Oh, yeah. And it was a very interesting, like, why am I inviting all these straight people's, you know, it's, parties? You're, they're, they're token gay guy. Token gay, right? Yeah. yeah. And and I was just like, wow. And, and you have to, now you have to represent the culture. Well, right. Exactly. And you know I don't do that very well. <laughs> you do it <laughs> you know? fine. Dude. But it's one of those, but it's one of those things where... Yeah, you become the person that they. Um, it's like all of a sudden the straight person becomes cooler, you know, or the, um, or oh, they must be really cultured because they know a gay person, yeah. you know. I agree with that. And right, yeah. well, I, it's true. The more you, the more you know about other people and other lives, and that it's a very yeah. big planet out there. Yeah. Uh, with a lot of different aspects to it, the the better off you are. Right. right? Yep. Excellent. Don't so, you think? Yeah, yeah I th- definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Colby, I mean, did you did you see anything? Did you find anything else that you thought was super? Did you learn anything about yourself? Um, anything about myself? That's a tough question. Um, I guess nothing that I didn't already know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that if, if you brought up the point that if there was a cure for be, being gay, if they found a gay gene and they could somehow do some genetic manipulations in the womb or something, like would would that be an issue? Um, would parents get tested for their child to be gay? Like, you know, would they prevent that if it were possible? And uh, some of the some of the research that I did brought up that <coughs> issue, and I thought that that was very interesting. Wow. Yeah, and and I'm, I'll bet you that my parents would have changed me. Yeah. They would have. Yeah. They would. Because oh, yeah. my I'm I'm coming from a Roman Catholic family, and they have they have issues with that, you know. Mm-hmm. So they would have mm-hmm. they would have probably wanted to change <coughs> me. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, and and I think that that's where. In fact, I think there was even a movie about that of like um, with. Um, oh, he was in Gods and Monsters. Um, Brendan Fraser with Brendan Fraser. So, um, but there was a movie that Brendan Fraser was Encino in. Man. No, I think that was something else. <laughs> but you know, in, related to that, we're we're sort of seeing that now. And uh, like in China, if they determine that that uh, a woman is carrying a female baby, that that fetus is sometimes aborted because the family wants a male baby. Right. 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 And uh, girl, girls are having a terrible time in, in China, and so are women uh, mm. because of that. Wow. Um, and so, you know, let's say that, uh, you know, you determine that your baby's going to have brown eyes. Well, what if the mother and the father wanted their baby to have blue eyes or something else or have some other kind of hair color or be predisposed to being a musician or, or a lawyer or something or like that. Or an athlete that. or something. Yeah, yeah, when you can start changing and, and playing God, so to speak, um, that, gets, that makes things much more complicated, right? Right, right. We're almost out of time. Yes, and there was actually a study done on women with earlobes and um, not earlobes. I'm sorry, it was the inner ear and um, something. There's something about mortgage. Inner ears of lesbians <laughs> show differences, um, and they did say it was something to the exposure of um, the exposure of the of being to hormones. Hormo- and so, in the womb. In the womb. Yeah. So there was that, um, and it was the Twilight of the Gold is the movie I was talking about. Mm. So <laughs> Google Excellent. it. Well, Absolutely. Dave Coolbean, thank you so much for joining us this week. It's a pleasure. Glad to be here. Absolutely, and we'll see you next week. And remember, day of uh, uh, the bully, the day of bullying, lobby, lobby day. At <laughs> exactly. And we'll see you at out. We'll see you at out night tomorrow. 
Thanks for listening to Closets Are For Clothes every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor 88.3. You can contact us by calling 734-763-3500 or writing to 530-SAB Ann Arbor, Michigan 48109. And don't forget our new email address, wcbnclosets at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed are solely those of the speaker and are not the opinions of WCBN or their licensees, the regents of the University of Michigan. For Dan Burns and engineer Alex Belhash, I'm Gabe Javier. Remember, be yourself because you don't get to be anyone else. Yes, yes. Welcome. This is The Hop Now on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. I'm your host, Robert Wells, here every week, right after Closets are for Clothes and right before the local music show. And what I do is spin some records, um, mostly in the soul and funk vein. Tonight, though, we're going to start off with a few, a uh, couple Brazilian tracks. Uh, first off, a man named Arthur Verrocai, who... Uh, I don't know if he's all that well known, but he uh, was a pretty uh, influential arranger and producer, um, and I believe he arranged uh, Georgie Ben's record um, "Negro e Lindo." Anyways, this first cut's taken from his self-titled LP, and it's called uh, "Caboclo." And then after that, we'll hear a track, uh, kind of a duet, so to speak, between uh, Georgie Ben and Gilberto Gil. Gilberto Gil was just here in town on Friday night, did a fantastic, fantastic show at um, Hill Auditorium. I was uh, lucky enough to be in attendance at that one, just him and his guitar. Uh, wonderful setting, very intimate, uh, very very fun, very well done. But anyways, this song...